Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to the Sydney set. Time to get into our Randwick preview now, Mr. Gannon. And race one, well, this is for the two-year-olds. It's the Kirkham Plate, and your favourite here is the 300. We just heard from uh, Adrian Bott about this galloper. He seemed pretty bullish. Do you like him? Yeah, look, a really, really uh, good way to start the day here. Just cheering on the uh, Adrian Bott and Gay Waterhouse stable, uh, the 300, clearly on top, finds a front from that barrier and should get the job done for me. Nico, are you keen on it? I think he's probably the one to be, but just a bit short. I thought it was worth specking the sort of $8 around Blue Illusion, the only horse that's had a run in the race. He went round uh, close to, I think it was about two fifty, two sixty at Flemington on debut. He failed, but it was down the straight. Not every horse handles that. So uh, happy to give him another go again back around the bend with Zach Lloyd in the saddle. Hey, race two is the highway handicap. It's a class three over 1,800 metres for the three-year-olds and up. And uh, $3.50 about Amarantz here. Tyler Schiller in the saddle does look hard to beat, this mare. Lay of the day for me, Amarantz. I just can't ah, believe. there we go. Can't believe that price. That is ridiculous. Barrier one. Laying at the, you're laying it at the price. You're not saying it can't win. You're just saying the price is too short. Ridiculous. Yep. Absolutely okay. ridiculous. Uh, what don't you like about him? Well, yeah. the map looks horrific. Its ratings haven't been that great, and I just, I just don't think it's going to be uh, getting the job done. I'll tell you why. Who dat looks a great bet. You're getting a really good price about a horse that will jump out of the ground. And there's a horse down here, number ten, Lawyer's Delight, best each way play of the day. Uh, ready to absolutely fly at the 1800 meters, and you go. That's a huge, huge uh, bet. At the value, at the value bet, that's just, mate. It's a stable mate of the favourite there, of Amarantz. Yeah. And, and Something you know, for you. Yeah. Yeah, mate. <laughs> keen, <laughs> keen as mustard. You know when, when Danielle puts one on with a claim, that's when you know. That's when you know. Is that right? Is that mm. something we've got to follow, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sticking with Amarantz. Uh, yes, I can see what you're saying. Maybe some traffic issues, but off that nine-week freshen up was really good behind Chase My Crown over 1,500 metres last start. I just think it gets the right run in transit and just needs a bit of luck at the top of the straight. Lord DeSanimo, the three, I thought it was the roughie in the race, should be ready to peak here third up from a spell. Has, has only missed a Quinella finish in two runs from six third up attempts, so... Uh, might be another one there to box up in trifectas with your roughy, my man. Uh, race three is uh, the Benchmark 72. This is the midway, as we say. And just having a quick look here, looks like your favourite is Peace Officer. Can he get back into the winner's circle? He won his first two starts this prep and was fourth a couple of weeks ago, over 1,400 metres at Rose Hill. He gets the services of Aaron Bullock, so you know he's going to be given the uh, best chance because Aaron is absolutely Low flying, but I've gone with Oakfield Waratah takes this gets a three curler claim for Anna Roper. She's a really really good jockey, Anna, and I think we'll see the best uh, best of her in uh, the late spring as she gets her opportunities down here in Sydney. Oakfield Waratah on top seven dollars fifty. That's a great uh, value and each way play for me, mate. Okay, I've, this is my best long shot of the day anywhere in Australia. It was 100 to 1 when he went up. He's toppled into around $41 now. Number 11, Smartawi. Mm-hmm. Greg Hickman trains. Uh, Tyler Schiller in the saddle. 
Uh, had a Queensland Derby prep last campaign. Obviously didn't measure up in the Derby, but was pretty good in a similar class race to this over 2,000 metres only two runs ago and was around about a $15 or $16 chance and now you're getting these monster odds. Like it's probably that. because his third up, first up record doesn't look crash shot, but delve a little deeper into it and you'll note that two of his three thir- first up runs have been on heavy tracks. He doesn't really go a yard when it gets too sloppy. His only first up run on a dry track, he was beaten two lengths over 1,200 metres, which is very unsuitable for him and coming from the tail of the field after being dragged back from a wide gate. I think he settles closer this time in. He's not 1,200 metres. We're getting 14 this time. And with that residual fitness from a winter campaign, he is ridiculous odds for mine. You've almost talked me into it. I like it. I like it a lot. We'll be throwing uh, that horse uh, Smatawi into our exotics. Something there. Let's move on to race four. This is the benchmark 88 over 2,000 metres. And just looking down the page here, sort of just a bit better than even money is Mark Quest. You and I are in the same boat. We're going to take him on today, aren't we? Even though he's won, uh, what, five of his last six starts. You tell us why. Yeah, more than happy to take him on. Just that little fresh in 2,000 metres. I think there might be just a minor bit of regression here, albeit, you know, no doubt he's probably the best horse in the race. But I think Stroker Lux is a horse that can jump out of the ground here today. Um, progressive enough. John O'Shea... Love it. I just love I love that profile. Second up for John O'Shea. Tommy Berry, a very hungry Tommy Berry. Grand Terranian was a horse that I thought could improve with Tyler Schiller aboard. Pia Rossa, I just don't think this is Pia Rossa's race. We were keen on it our last start. I just the, the the way the race shape is, I'm not keen on it. So I think Stroke luck to get some luck and to hopefully uh, bury his rivals here around the $6 mark. Yeah, I'm with you. Stroke of luck. And also, I'm throwing in promises kept. Stroke of luck gets the, the map advantage. But these two horses, I don't think there's much between them uh, when they get out to their suitable trips. Uh, you've only got to look at last camp, you know, their three-year-old campaign to know that they're probably there's not a lot between them. So I do agree that the, the luck in running is probably going to be the determining factor, and it's more likely to go with stroke of luck. But nonetheless, I think you've got to have a peanut at the $10 on promises as well. So uh, moving on to race five, this is the Phillies and Mares benchmark 78 over 1,200 metres. Uh, a pretty open affair, this one, outside of the Godolphin Philly commemorative. She is uh, a monster of a thing. My former colleague Lizzie Jels was telling me yesterday that she is one big brute of a filly and the expectation from her and some Godolphin uh, uh, track work riders is that she'll come out and win and then head down to Melbourne for the Coolmore Stud Stakes. Yeah, I like it. It's a good push. I think, I think it's, uh, she's a deserved favourite without, without a doubt. So you've got mm. Zach Lloyd, 52 kilos, but you've got a wide barrier to contend with. Uh, we, you know, she, how far off them will she be? You've got a horse like Rainbell with the blinkers on first time. Mm-hmm. If there's a danger, I think Rainbell is the danger. So I'm happy to go with it at the price and being price sensitive. That, that's my way. But look, no knock on, on the favourite. I'm pretty much echo your thoughts. I've got Rainbell on top as well. Blinkers on first time. She wasn't disgraced behind Magic Time and Paracel last time it's good out. Good minds, isn't it? Really? Well, it's you know the way I see it is commemorative might be a star in the making, but Magic Time and Paracel they're probably not quite stars, but they're very good horses yeah. that have gone and ticked that box. And commemorative still got to come out and do it. If commemorative was five or seven dollars, I'd spec it to get the job done. But it's a bit different here, isn't it? It is. It is, absolutely. So we're both with uh, Rainbell and uh, hopefully gets the job done with Blinkers on first time. Now, punters, 0457 736 736. We have four tickets to give away to the Golden Eagle. Send in your text message. Best text message. We'll win those four tickets. We take bribes, so uh, do your best, whatever you got. <laughs> I love it from you. We're going to take a break here on the Sydney Sec. Back with the rest of the Ramwick card. 
Get Noisy, the newest betting app with Bang on opening specials. Time to bet noisy, people. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to the Sydney set. Sydney's Spring Carnival, elegance, thrills and world-class racing await. We're up to race six at Randwick this afternoon. But Mick, before we get to that, how's our text line looking? Yes, Nico. Well, I can see a couple here. I'm a model. You know what I mean? And I do my little turn on the catwalk. I like to think no matter oh where Nick God. goes, he thinks he's on the catwalk. That's from Simo, probably a good mate of yours, uh, Nico. It could be Simon Marshall, uh, I reckon that is. He stitched <laughs> me up there. What a man. What a man. Well, good to, good to hear okay. you listening, uh, Simon. Uh, best <laughs> race of all time when the best race call of all time when the horse won't get in the gates it's like trying to put the toothpaste back in the bottle that's the way that, that at the moment you've got your nose in front for uh for t- four tickets to the golden eagle you've got to put your uh, names to these though because we don't know who you are but that's uh that's some of your best work send those texts in 0457 736 736 uh we're gonna go race as six at ranwick yeah, we are. I love that toothpaste analogy. It's, it's good, it, isn't it just feels like punting in general sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> just you know, life. Yeah. yeah but just life with yeah. two kids. So, oh, God, I'm oh putting boy. the toothpaste back in the bottle here, Mick. Oh. Uh, all right, let's move on. Race six at Randwick this afternoon. Uh, and welcome back to the Sydney set if you're just tuning in. Uh, we're up to benchmark 78, 1100 metre race for the three year olds and up. Scheduled to commence at 3.35 p.m. And your favourite here, Smashing Eagle. A little gap between runs, but he's got the right runs on the board. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, just be concerned with the map here. It goes up in weight as well. So I was happy to be against. It's probably a horse that you might be keen on. So interesting mm-hmm. to see your thoughts here. Dashing Legend, oh, I want to cuddle a little bit because of that trainer switch to Joey Pry. We know what Joey can do. But I was with one right down the bottom here for Bryce Hayes. Another cognac, Dylan Gibbons, Barrier 3. Um, meets Jedabil uh, much better this time around, map-wise, weight-wise. And I think this horse is ready to jump out of the ground. Race Ooh. six, number 13, one of the better value bets of the day, another cognac. Okay, nice. Yeah, look, I think Smashing Eagle, I just want to see the market and how it reacts to him because he's had that gap between runs, and I'm not sure why that is. Uh, but he was flying when he was in in, a, in work a few weeks ago. Uh, the Ruffy for me, I like yours, but mine here is number 10, Mars Mission. Oh, gee, I thought he was good first up. That was a really high rating benchmark, 78, that Tristate won, and he tried to sort of come around them, and it didn't quite work out. His second up record is fantastic. He's two from three at this stage of a preparation. Tommy Berry jumps in the saddle. He's ridden the horse previously for a win, and uh, he's pretty good when he gets on the dry deck, second up from a spell. In fact, he's unbeaten when he's on the dry, second up from a spell, so he'll do me each way. Let's move on to race seven now. This is the Falante handicap, wasn't he? I think he held the, he might still do, held the record for the fastest Rambic Mile at one point when he won the Epsom Handicap, maybe back in 1996, I could be wrong, um, and he was around the time of Octagonal, Saintly, and nothing like a Dane, what a uh, quartet of three-year-olds they were back in the mid-90s. Anyway, let's move on to this race, the $2.35 favourite, and it's been absolutely off the map, is the 11 Unspoken, my best bet for the day. What do you like in this race? Yeah, look. I think Unspoken's, you know, deserved favourite without a doubt there. Um, but I just thought there's a horse here in the name of Wild Planet, number nine, with Tyler yes. Schiller aboard. Bit of an upgrade there. Uh, Tyler is in good form. He's going to roll forward. And I think this is what this horse needs from that wide gate. It's going to go forward. Uh, and a strong run race is right up its alley. So I had Wild Planet uh, and Unspoken, the top two. Happy to back them both for a profit. What do you like? 
Yeah, well, Unspoken's best bet of the day, but I've, I've always give out two tips in a race, and Wild Planet was the roughie for me, and I agree with you. It was caught three wide, no cover behind Cepheus, who's obviously been a scratching from this race last time out in the Allen Brown Stakes. Uh, can only improve here. And first up run behind uh, Redina, who went on to win a, an Epsom handicap, was really good, wasn't it? So third up record, great placing five from eight. Looks a good each way gamble if you don't want to take the short price about uh, unspoken. Let's move on now to what is the feature of the day at Randwick this afternoon. This is the Five Diamonds Prelude. It's worth a million bucks. Uh, and it's obviously yeah, it's a huge amount of money, isn't it? Uh, uh, and this race obviously... Uh, uh, it's got some real good depth to it. It's uh, for your five-year-olds, uh, for four- and five-year-olds. I think it's for five-year-olds, but if you're bred Northern Hemisphere, that's why you'll see all TiVo in the race. Uh, is that correct, uh, yeah, Mick? Sounds, uh sounds like you're all over it like a cheap suit. And uh, <laughs> speaking of being all over I think Coda Healy is all over this race. And I was very, very keen mm. on it until I saw the you know, gear changes come around. And it said synthetic fill the first time. And I thought to myself, oh, boy. I'm going to stick strong. I think the second up, this horse is going to jump out of the ground and have those little uh, concerns. But I, I suggest that John O'Shea, when you ask him about synthetic Orpheus, looks at you and wants to give you a backhand. So uh, trust in the stable, trust in Tommy Sherry to get the job done. I think Cody Healy is the horse to beat. What do you like? Well, generally, John just looks at me and wants to give me a backhand anyway, so uh, it doesn't matter whether it's synthetic or filler or not. So he does scare me at times, uh, Johnny. Uh, um, I think it's the one as well. Um, It was great. First up behind Cepheus, it was a high-rating race and probably should have just about won that. It was held up from the point of the bend to about the furlong marker and only got out late. It was a really good performance. Uh, it does pop up three kilos, but I think it's it's, it's the one that they've got to beat. Uh, outside of him, uh, I thought uh, Detonator Jack, who was disappointing last start, it must be said. Uh, just wonder if there was a reason for it, but he was the $5 favourite. Now you're getting double those odds out at 10 bucks for him, and he's a pretty handy galloper when right, so Does I'm happy to give him... track that horse, or is he... What's well, not, look, not really. I don't think so. Well, he's placed six from eight, including three wins on mm. good surfaces. I just don't know. He mightn't have handled Rose Hill. He mightn't have handled the, the Sydney way of going last not, start. Not many I of think. us do. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, there might be some excuses there for him. But I just think at that price, you know, if he came out and won, you'd be like, oh, well, yeah, of course. He was the favourite to beat half of these horses last time, and we've forgotten about him. So... Got to have a peanut on him. And also, he's got uh, Jason Collard in the saddle. Here's a stat for you. Last 30 days in New South Wales, Jason's strike rate, 30%. And his return on investment, 32%. So if you'd backed every one of his runners, you'd be up 32% on your investment. So I've got the right man in the saddle to do the steering as well, Mick. You certainly do. You certainly do. Now, this one, race nine, this is the other feature for the day. Uh, it's the big, uh, well, it's not so much a feature, but it's a, it's a, it's a win and you're into a massive feature on Melbourne Cup Day. And that is uh, the big dance wild card. Uh, what, a, what a ripping series this is. Uh, Flying Crazy is your top weight around the $8 mark. And looking down the page, it's a very open race with Spangler in the markets, King of the Castle, Fall Valor, we've heard from Body earlier today, and Journalism, who he expects to improve his second up. Yeah, I think journalism will definitely improve second up. I had it right there in contention. I had King of the Castle thereabouts as well. They're two horses that are going to be on speed. They're really well in at the weights. They're going to be very, very hard to beat. And for, for law, just probably has to overcome that barrier. So I had King of the Castle and journalism, the two to beat. I was happy to be against flying crazy, 1,600 metres, 60 kilos. It doesn't, you know, that's not ideal for me at all. What do you like? Yeah, I'm going to go with him, flying crazy. Uh, I can see the risks, and I 100% agree that it's a, it's a genuine concern, but he maps to get a very soft run in transit. 
And I think he's going better now than he just about ever has this horse. And I, I know he hasn't won this preparation, but the ratings he's been producing behind Cepheus at his past two starts are pretty good. One of them at group two level, and this is decisively easier. So I'm happy to give him a go at the price. The roughie for the race for mine, eight, Arameo. Was okay first up in the Bill Ritchie behind Redina. Uh, didn't have the best of luck. Jockey dropped the whip there at about the 100 or 200 metre mark. And uh, second up from a spell, this horse typically improves a fair bit. Will need luck from the gate. Be getting close to 30 to 1 about him. So something small each way there. Hey, uh, race 10, this is the lucky last. Uh, it's a benchmark 88 over the 1,200 metres. Uh, looking down the page here, uh, you've got some money here for Tristate, who I thought was awesome uh, uh, last time out, getting the cash and Pioneer River, some specking there, uh, double figures into single digits, the 18. What do you like? Yeah, there's only one runner I want to be on here, and that is Tristate, Tristate. Call it what you want, potato, potato. It's figures from run off Renouf. Renouf, if you run off Renouf, often enough. But those figures last start were impressive. He's only got to overcome barrier 17. You've got to, as we talked, touched on earlier in the show, we've got a, a Tommy Berry that needs to, be st- needs to stand up and be counted, and I think we will see. Uh, that today, Tri-State, Tri-State, I think one of the better bets to uh, of the end of the day. Nico, what do you like? Yeah, I've got him on top. Uh, he was awesome last time out. Uh, the figure he produced off that six-week let-up, I'm not sure what's happened in the six weeks, but he was awesome. I suppose the only query is, does he go touch flat off that performance? But if he holds his form, he wins this race, and the price is very good for a horse with that last start figure. Uh, I thought um, Sebenak. Now, I've always thought this horse is best fresh at 1,000 metres, he wasn't too bad behind Viviane, who's probably one of the form horses of Victoria over the last sort of couple of months. And he comes back up to Sydney. I don't know if I like him at 1,200 metres, but I've got a feeling he's going as well as ever, this Galloper. And so at $13, he's got to go in the mix, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gannon. Super stuff. Just off the text line here, we have a um, Mickey Cash for comment. Don't get involved in that no good AJ from Piermont. Okay, that's no good there. And uh, last year, Nick had some long-range derby tips, uh, cup tips, carbine 50 oh, to 1 man. pop. Is there something that we can find for Cup Week, Nico? Nice and quick. What do you got? Yeah, on the other side of this ad break, I'll give you something there. I've got a couple of things written in my phone. So let's take a break here. Sydney's Spring Carnival, elegant thrills and world-class racing await. So does a couple of more tips. Get Noisy, the newest betting app with Bang on opening specials. Time to bet noisy, people. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 